0: John Lim here with The New Moving Forward, and we're kicking it off with Paige Cantlin, CEO of Full Society, a company that specializes in mobile payment platforms for the restaurant business so that you can pay for your bill, split the check, leave a tip right on your smartphone. How cool is that? Prior to this, Paige worked in finance, advising clients on investment allocation, tax, estate, and charitable planning. Welcome, Paige. How are you today?
1: I'm great john. How are you?
0: Oh wonderful. It is great to have you on the show I know we've been trying to schedule this for a while So i'm really excited to have you share your story with our listeners So tell us a little bit about yourself because I really just hit some of the highlights in the intro And also share a little bit about full society and a little of your journey with our listeners
1: Okay, sure um I'm uh, I'm 28 years old. I'm the founder and CEO of Full Society, which is a mobile bill pay app for restaurants and bars, um, with the social mission of giving a meal back to someone in need locally for every every uh, payment that goes through our payment app. Um, and a little bit about my background is that I studied economics at Johns Hopkins and finance, and uh, with the dream of pursuing a career in finance. Which I did for several years, um, and until I left to found the startup full time, and ultimately when I was in college, if, if we go back a few years, I, I also waited tables and bartended for quite a while, and that's what those experiences are what led us to build products in the hospitality space that um, really help the restaurant staff to do their jobs more efficiently so they can make customers more happy and they can get better tips.
0: That's awesome. You know what I love about that story and the way you just summed it up is that it, it really calls back to something that you did in college and you recognized that there's a need for a better solution. And so, I mean, that is, I mean, really, that's the the spark that creates that innovation. And then you've been able to not only create a platform that. Is that better mousetrap, so to speak? But also is giving back, and I think that's really just an incredible way that you've combined two goals with this uh, with Full Society. So that's fantastic. But Paige, I got to ask you because uh, you know I've read the uh, the Fast Company article. It's a fantastic article, and we've posted <laughs> it with the write up. So if you could share with our listeners what was the the circumstances that led you, if you don't mind sharing that story, to starting Full Society.
1: Sure. I mean, I think, I'm trying to remember, this article was a while ago, um, and if I think if I know what you're referring to, it was from going on a lot of bad dates and wanting to leave (laughs) as quickly as possible from the date or from the... From the table and and the lingering moment when you have to process a payment and then the amount of extra time that takes, I was just like that. Just reminded me of all my experiences working in restaurants, and it really um, sort of pushed us in the direction of creating a full society.
0: I mean, really, what is? I mean, there's no better story than that, right? So you've gone out on these, <laughs> these bad dates, and you just kind of want to get out as quickly as possible. So you've not only f- figured out a scalable solution for the entire restaurant industry, but a solution that also fit a pain point that you were experiencing as well. And that I think that's really a cool story. But um, Paige, so I have to ask, you know, your background is in economics and finance. Did you have any experience in mobile apps and UX development? I mean, how did you how did you basically put the infrastructure together and put the pieces together?
1: Yeah, so that was kind of tough, because From a product development standpoint, I knew how we wanted it to function and how we wanted it to work for the restaurant staff and for the customers, but I didn't have any sort of technical background to be able to build it, um, nor did I have a mobile payments background. So ultimately, for those two things, what we did, what I did, was try to find some experienced advisors and ultimately a co-founder who could start this with me who actually had the technical know-how to be able to build these different, very difficult technically difficult POS integrations. So um, I did find a technical co-founder who knows how to do all of the things that you just mentioned. Um, and then for the mobile payments piece, we actually got an advisor in that space um, to sort of help us. And I did a ton of research, that so much reading, so many white papers to get to the point where, um, we, where I understood that space and the security concerns and all of the different uh, sort of factors that go into play when you're creating a mobile payment Uh, Application.
0: Did it get to the point where you were seeing those white papers in your sleep and you were just living and breathing that stuff 24 7?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're super dense white papers. And uh, we I had access to a lot of research because at the time I worked in finance and we had a lot of white papers on companies that we invested in. So luckily I had access to a lot of different things, but it was a lot of reading and it was not the most interesting reading, if you can imagine.
0: <laughs> but you know what I love about that story page is that, you know, it, it a lot of people will say, well, you know, I want to I do X, I want to do Y, I want to start a company, I want to build a solution. And they hold them, Themselves back because maybe they don't have the direct background for it. But what I love about what you did was you researched as much as you could about the subject, learned as much as you could, and partnered and found the right people to partner with so that you could collaborate and bring your skill sets together to bring this vision to life. And I think that's really an inspirational story.
1: Yeah, and that's definitely a great message to share with people because I think if you have a good concept and you've done and you do the research and you can confirm that it's needed in the marketplace, you and even if you don't know how to do it or where to even start, if you try and and try to be as resourceful as you can, you can always figure it out.
0: Yeah. And Paige, this leads perfectly to my next question. As someone who does so much, how do you get inspired each morning to conquer the day? <laughs>
1: yeah well I'm, I'm not really a morning person but I've like kind of <laughs> forced myself to be um, uh, for the sake of the startup so I, I get up pretty early every day and I'm honestly totally exhausted and I sort of have that internal struggle of like I should I really want to go back to sleep as soon as my alarm uh, goes off every morning but after I wake up for a few minutes I'm pretty motivated by thinking about the idea um, uh That we are building something really cool and it 's completely from scratch it 's brand new technology um, and there 's something really exciting about creating something like that from scratch, brand new kind of on your own um, and i 'm excited to get back to back to work and get back to the office and get back to what we 're working on and every day ends up being a chance to learn something knew that we, you know, we would have never known before that we aren't expecting. And trust me, it's never things that we're expecting. Um, and we just, I, you never know where the day will lead you. So I'm always excited to think about that.
0: All right, so I, I've got to I've got to interject here. So I don't know if there's something with the name Page and the answer you just gave, but I recently interviewed Tim Page, who is the conversion educator at Lead Pages. And when I asked him the same question, he gave almost the exact same answer. That when he gets really? up in the morning, it's a struggle, and he wants to go back to sleep. But then when he realizes, the first thing that actually inspires him is actually you know seeing his son and his wife, and then when he gets to the office, just knowing that what he's working on, the bigger picture of the projects that he's working on really gets him inspired and fired up. And that's, you know, he says, I'm not a morning person, but I have forced myself to become one. And it's really just having that bigger picture, knowing that as soon as I step into the office, that the projects and the tasks that I'm working on, the people I'm working with, you know, that 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 gets me excited. And it's so funny to hear you say that, <laughs> you know, and it's just, it yeah. is a common thread, right? You know, not everyone is a morning person, but, you know, you kind of make that Bargain with yourself. Yes, I'm going to get up a little bit earlier. Yes, I'm going to commit to this because I have this passion that really drives me every single day.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Totally, totally agree.
0: Well, Paige, as you well know, part of the career journey and the entrepreneurial journey is about facing setbacks and failure. So I was wondering if you could share a time in your career journey where entrepreneurial path. Where you failed, where you faced that what seemed like that Mount Everest climb, that huge setback, but it ended up being the turning point for you or a valuable moment where you learned it's the right time to pivot or shift course.
1: So does it have to be career related?
0: Oh, it could be anything related. So I'll open it up.
1: Sure. Okay. Because I mean, there's I can think of like a million failures that we've had to get to those few successes that have been really big that have propelled us forward. But one instance that particularly comes to mind, not really is related to my career or any or any of ours or the company for that matter. But there was a I'm a longtime marathon runner, Mm -hmm. and I a few years ago broke my foot. And this was like incredibly devastating to me because I run every day and I, this is all I do. I just run, I don't do any other athletic (laughs) anything. So, um, not being able to run was a huge setback and it it was going from making a ton of progress and training and increasing our speed, the speed of, um, how quickly I thought I could finish the race to basically being not able to run at all and having to like, just be set back for several months and skip out on this particular race. So, but at, at the, Pro- during this time, it was uh, during this like healing time for the injury, I forced myself to sort of try some other activities that I otherwise would never have tried, like mm. swimming and biking. Yeah. So, because when the, when the, when you have, when I had actually bo- like my foot was broken and my ankle was sprained, so it was really difficult to do anything. But as it was healing, I was able to slowly get back into swimming and biking before I could start running again. So, it, and but and initially I didn't really I don't know that I like loved swimming and biking, but the more that I did it, the more that I kind of fell in love with it. And it got me into um, it got me into triathlon races, which I absolutely love. And there's something really cool about swimming outside in a lake and biking and on a beautiful course, in addition to running. And I would have never found out about those two other. Um, really, really cool things that I enjoy now that I can do as well as running if i hadn't had that had that terrible setback
0: yeah that 's a fantastic share because I think it you know what I like about that is that it really does relate to all different aspects of your life, right? Because people can have that in their careers, they can have that in their businesses, where that devastating setback or failure can open up avenues and doors for you to explore that you'd never considered before. So in your case, it was a running injury, a very, very painful running injury that forced you to kind of look at other avenues, look at other activities and then you found a new love, try you know, doing the triathlon. So I think that's really, really uh, a great, great story that a lot of people can just really take away from, you know, no matter what failures or setbacks they're facing in any aspect of their life.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You just don't know what is, what every, every setback is actually an open door somewhere else. You just don't, you can't necessarily see it right away.
0: Yeah, that's, I, I think that's perfectly put. So moving forward, listeners, remember As bad as it may seem at the time, every setback or failure can provide a new door for you to open and a new avenue for you to explore. So I think that's really a great, great share. Well, Paige, we're now going to move into something that I call the Knowledge Burst Session. And this is where our guests share three game-changing resources and tips that our listeners can start using today to move forward in their lives. So, Paige, I'm going to ask you to pick one and share with our listeners, has there been a particular movie, book, song, or cultural experience that inspired you to move forward?
1: I want to go with cultural experience yeah. because there's a totally different takeaway from this, even though it's related to a marathon race. Um, but I, there, we, I ran a, a marathon in Africa in a town called Soweto, mm. which is um, which is a really large, po- largely populated um, town full of. Uh, I forget what they're called, but essentially like small villages of of people, and the race is twenty six miles, so it goes all through the town. so you go through parts that are pretty pretty commercialized and then you go through parts that are completely uh, different than anything we have in the United States and um, there's so many people running um, that don 't even like a lot of them didn 't even have shoes in this race. And so, and, and it was like inc- it's Africa, right? So it's this is in South Africa, so it's it was incredibly hot, and there were many times when I considered dropping out of this particular race because this was back in the beginning of my running career when I wasn't as strong of a runner, and the heat was killing me. Um, but uh, the race went through some incredibly impoverished areas that um, didn't really even have running water in a lot of cases, wow. and the whole town was running. And I remember thinking that if all those people can put that effort into doing this and be happy and be and be smiling about it like actually everyone seemed like they were in a, a fantastically good mood considering that it was incredibly hot and they're running a marathon um but it just it just made me think that then so can i i mean probably so can anyone if you can see these people doing it and the people there and the support and the camaraderie of all their families along the the course in this in this in this uh you know totally not i don't want to say third world but maybe it is Third world, um, part of Africa, it was just really inspiring to make you want to move forward. Sort of every day and every race thereafter.
0: Absolutely, both literally and figuratively. It's a, that's a really fantastic share, uh, Paige. Share a daily practice or habit for prioritizing and managing your time.
1: Okay, so this is something I would really recommend to anyone. Um, I try only to take fifteen minute phone calls. Sometimes I can't. Sometimes they ha- have to be longer than that. But I find that usually, what you set on your calendar to be a half hour or a full hour phone call or meeting, you can you, you can actually condense into fifteen minutes and get it done a lot quicker. And it keeps people on point, and it makes people prepare in advance. Yeah. Uh, so I would. That's what my biggest recommendation to anyone from a, just a daily life. Uh, time management standpoint.
0: That's fantastic. So is, so that the 15-minute rule on phone calls. So that's a really great hack that you have. So I think that's a fantastic share. And Paige, in addition, I'm going to say in addition to the mobile payment platform that Full Society provides, do you have a favorite app, website, or productivity hack that was the <laughs> game changer for you?
1: I definitely do. And my co-founder actually brought this into our company when he joined us. And I don't know if other people have said this before, but it's called Slack. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And we didn't use it for a long time. And there's just so many emails flying around internally mixed in with a million other things. And Slack has been a really great way for us to categorize um, specific conversations and look things up later and keep track of things and include everyone without being as annoying as, <laughs> as you know emails mixing around inside your inbox. So we love it.
0: Yeah. And do you have a particular best practice for Slack that you want to share?
1: Yeah. So, well, I don't know if other people do this, but we have one specific Slack channel that we have set up that's just for random things. Like mm. we, we really enjoy, you know, we're we're very close uh, and friendly on the team. and And sometimes people will share, you know, things about just random things about their personal life or like if they want to go out to lunch or whatever, things like that. But at least that way, it doesn't get mixed in with the main streams of conversation that are very specifically tailored to work-related things.
0: I love it. It's like so a try Slack to- break room. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. Hey, Moving Forward listeners, you can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest, along with offers to try out Audible and Amazon Prime. These are affiliate links for which I receive a small commission, which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. You can find these on the write-up for today's episode at BeMovingForward.com. Paige, we have listeners from all different backgrounds and walks of life in many parts of the world, and some of whom are struggling. They may be at that moment where they're you know, stuck in a rut. They may be trading time for money. They may be in the cubicle prison or maybe they're suffering through that bad date and they need some inspiration to move forward, to find their purpose in their lives, in their careers. So what is the one thing that Moving Forward listeners can start doing today to move that needle?
1: Yeah. So I think what today, like specifically today, something that people can do is sign up for something new that is interesting to them. So You may not be able to do that thing today for whatever reason, but at least making the commitment, looking it up, and deciding that you're going to do it. It doesn't even have to be something that costs money. Like Maybe it's scheduling an hour to go for a hike in two weeks from now or um, scheduling some time to volunteer. But I think that you learn definitely a lot about yourself and the things you ultimately care about when you try new things.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Make it a priority today. Moving forward, listeners, sign up for that new activity. Or if you've had that inkling to try something new, maybe you want to run your first marathon and, and, and try to catch up to Page. or maybe you want to volu- <laughs> volunteer work, sign up today. And I love that. You don't necessarily have the time today to actually go and do it. But if you actually take that first step, Then it'll be on your radar. It'll be something that you will then be forced to commit time to or be encouraged to commit time to and then make it a part of your life. I love that share. It's a great practice. So Paige, what is next for you?
1: Uh, so actually, Full Society, that's um, that's our startup. We are in beta right now in restaurants in, in Baltimore and Chicago, and we are going to be launching live in both cities, Baltimore and Chicago, in those restaurants this summer so that anyone can go into the App Store and download our app and actually use it. So we're really excited about that launch, and we're doing everything we can to um, promote it and to get to the point where um, we have that exclusive group of 20 restaurants that we're going to release in both cities.
0: Oh, fantastic. Congrats. Congratulations. That's really fantastic news. Thank you. And Paige, how can our listeners connect with you and learn more about Full Society?
1: Yeah, I mean, any way they like. I, I would say personal email is what I respond to the best, and it's page at fullsociety.org um, or LinkedIn, or, you know, f- feel free to connect on our social media. I, 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 don't, I don't run that as, and check on it as much as I should, so I would more suggest the email or LinkedIn.
0: Okay, wonderful. And the website is fullsociety.org? That's correct. Awesome. Paige, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule and giving me more than 15 minutes to chat so that you can <laughs> share your background, your story, and all of your knowledge bursts with our listeners today. Thank you so much. And congratulations on all of your success.
1: Thanks, Jonathan. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having us.
0: Absolutely. Moving forward, listeners, I think the big takeaway from Paige's story is that if you have that spark of inspiration, if you have that innovative kernel, if you have that passion, you don't have to follow the A to B path to see it through. Paige Cantlin wasn't a software engineer or programmer by background, but she saw the opportunity coming off of a string of bad dates, no less. And then she put in the hard work. She invested the time. Think about reading all of those white papers on payment platforms and systems. But what kept her going was this bigger vision that she had. And that's what gets her up in the morning. And she was able to partner with the right people and now full society is going to change the way we dine at restaurants. Moving forward, listeners, I want you to take the knowledge bursts that Paige has shared today and start applying them so that you can move forward in your career, in your business. And of course, if you want to learn more about Paige and all of the great work that Full Society is doing, as well as all of our other extraordinary guests, check us out at BemovingForward.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. This This is John Lim, and join us next week for a new episode of Moving Forward. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.